Welcome to the second edition of the Infinity BA podcast. I am your host, Tanyi, the founder of Infinity Block Awards, and today we're going to talk about the top three unusual reasons why your blog might be struggling and not making any money. This podcast is divided into two parts. The first part will be about the reason why your blog is struggling, and the second part will be an interview with Janice Wild, the founder of Mostly Blogging and an Infinity Block Awards finalist. If you're listening to this podcast to the end, I promise you, you might just get a personal transformation. So go ahead, close out all distractions, get a pen and a paper to take notes because it's about to get juicy. I'll urge you to listen to this podcast with an open mind. You see, a lot of people come to trainings like this with a filter. The filter of, I know this already, I don't agree, I've heard this before, and so many other things. So if you're the, I know it all blogger, but you don't have the results to back it up, then you might be missing something that can make a difference for you. Here are the top three unusual reasons why your blog is struggling. The first and most important reason is that you might be struggling from a childhood trauma. The second reason is that you're running your blogging business like an employee. And the third reason is that you haven't put some structure in your business. And I want you to know that because of time constraints, I will only talk about point number one in this episode. Point number two and three will be discussed in subsequent episodes. So if you're currently struggling with your blog or your blog is making little to no money, there's a good reason for it. Your chakras are blocked. Chakras are energy centers in your body. Energy centers are just ports in your body through which energy moves in and out of your body. You already know that everything in the world is made up of energy, including you and I. Chakras help you communicate with the world around you through your thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and reflexes. So if the flow of energy gets blocked, it stagnates and it creates toxicity in your body in the form of negative thoughts, feelings, and physical manifestations. So think about it like this. When a river gets blocked, what happens? It stagnates, right? And when it stagnates, it becomes a swamp, it becomes moldy, it becomes nasty, and it becomes diseased and stinking. That's the same thing that happens in the human body. When a chakra gets blocked, you know, you start thinking negative, there's all this toxicity that is going on in your body. If one chakra gets blocked, it's easier for the other chakras to get blocked as well. The chain reaction wreaks havoc on our mindset. You start thinking negative thoughts, you start having self-doubt, you start worrying, you start feeling depressed, you feel frustrated, you feel jealous, angry, you feel fear. You're afraid to go out there and take on the world. And it might even manifest as physical symptoms like you have aches, pain, and disease so when chakras are open and energy can flow in and out freely you can feel emotionally capable you're ready to take on all the challenges required to reach your business goals including stepping outside of your comfort zone you will feel confident and you will take on new projects with faith and courage and when you are able to rise above the challenges of business without stress and anxiety you can wake up each day full of energy passion vitality and you can reach your goals in a fun and easy way in fact what i'm trying to say is that when your energy centers are blocked blogging becomes a hustle when your energy centers are open it becomes very easy some things that you might see as risky for you will be fun okay so how then does childhood trauma relate to blogging and chakras 
Um, before I answer this question, I'd like to tell you about my childhood and how this scenario played in my life. Maybe in the course of me relating my story, a light bulb will go on for you. My dad and mom separated when I was five years old. At the time, my sister was three years old. And not long after they separated, my dad lost his job. But before we moved to the village where we stayed with my great-grandmother and my grandmother, something happened that has remained in my memory since then. My dad at one point was trying to teach my sister and me how to spell our names. And usually he would say, okay, letter A, letter T, letter this, letter that. And if he pronounced letter A and I said letter, letter T or letter C, for each letter that I missed, he would beat me with a cane. For each misspelling that I did, he would beat me with a cane. For what lasted like an hour, my sister and me were crying. And at the end of the teaching process, I had wounds all over my body. I was in pain. And mark you, I was just five years old. So when my dad lost his job and then we, we moved to the village and we stayed at my grandmother's place, it was pretty much the same thing. My dad and his mom used to quarrel all the time. And usually when they're quarreling, I remember I used to think like, why is this happening? Why did I end up with this family? Like, what's going on? My grandmother and my great-grandmother will team up and they'll be querying my dad. And during those times when it happens, you dare not take sides. Because if you support my dad, um, know that you will not have food for that day. Because my grandmother and great-grandmother will not give you food. And if you dare support my mom, my dad will get angry to a point where he will even beat you. So at the end of the day, my sister and me were left confused. We didn't know what to do. And that's not even the most painful part. The most painful part is that my dad was always angry. When I was younger, I used to wonder if he was really my dad. Because he will beat you at the slightest thing. My dad will lock you up inside a room and he will beat you until even if neighbors came out and tried to beg him, he will not stop. He will beat you until he got satisfied. My dad had very strict rules for us. We were not we were not allowed to have friends. And the reason why we were not allowed to have friends, my dad, according to my dad, he said the world was bad. Every body in the world was evil and friends of friends are the ones that lead people down in fact he fed us with all this negative negativity about having friends and if we're caught having a friend male or female my dad would beat you if you went to school and you played with other kids and you came home my dad would beat you if you went to school and you misplaced your book or your pen and you came home my dad would beat you if you went swimming and you are caught my dad would beat you so my childhood for my sister and me was filled with beating even talking about it now i still feel like crying even though i've healed so much from it but i still feel like crying because i used to wonder is this really my dad? It got to a point where my dad always used to follow us to school just to check what we're doing. So, like, I remember when we go to school, sometimes that's the only opportunity you have to play. So you go and join your friends and you play and you just hear your dad call out your name, Melvis, what are you doing? You're supposed to be in class. I mean, this is during break. And I remember I'll just go back and I'll just start crying because I know that when I go home, I'll get the beating of my life. So sometimes when he sees you playing, he will not say anything. He'll go back home and wait for you. And he'll ask you, Melvis, what did you do in school today? If you dare tell a lie, he will beat you. 
that why, how dare you lie to him? If he asks you, Melvis, what were you doing in school today? Dare tell the truth, he will still beat you. So whether you tell the truth or you tell lies, he will beat you. And I remember I dreaded when my father used to teach me because he will beat me like every evening if he calls me and say, bring your books, I know that I'm finished because he will beat you until you got it right. I used to hate my father. I used to hate the fact that he was around and I'm genuinely happy when he traveled. We had some kind of double personality because we behaved ourselves when our dad was around but when he traveled we did everything that was possible to compensate for those times when we didn't play for those times when we couldn't go out to visit our friends grandmother had a store to a point where i used to steal her milk just to taste it <laughs> just to taste how it feels like to just do something wrong to know that you have done something wrong and I didn't care if I got caught because I knew the usual I would get beaten my dad my great-grandmother like and my grandmother the sweetest of them all was my great-grandmother God bless her soul she passed on in 2011 my grandmother used to be like her son she would beat us also at the slightest opportunity but at least she was softer than my dad my dad was straight one hour two hours of beating and sometimes you will leave and you see wounds on your body of the king and i'll be asking myself the question that who is this man how's that end up here how did that end up like i had a very bubbly personality but I could not express who I really was. I was afraid. And now, um, when I got to class seven, one of my aunties came and took my sister and um, one of my uncles came and took me. It was one of the most happiest days of my life. And when I went to, and I started living with my uncle and his wife, the wife treated me like her own daughter. She loved me. There was no discrimination at home whatsoever. But now, we were allowed to have friends. We were allowed to play and mean it was so strange <laughs> to a point where when i saw the other kids playing and I, at the back of my mind i always feared that if i joined in i'll be beaten even though my dad was no longer there but anyway fast forward to when i left home i started living on my own the way this affected me was i didn't have any interest in having friends even when people wanted to be friends with me i would shun them off i didn't understand why that was happening i would actually sometimes when i even struggled to have friends I'll sabotage it and I'll end up with no friend. And I remember I didn't like to leave home. I always like to stay in my room. I can stay in my room like for one month without seeing the outside of my house. I graduated from the university. Um, graduation. And <laughs> Let me just say I graduated from now because I'll tell the story about my university life some other time. But um, when I started blogging, I was afraid of talking to people because my subconscious mind knew that the world was bad. I was afraid of making money because I grew up, um, my dad didn't have money, all right? For two whole years, I had studied blogging, I had studied the strategies, but I often procrastinate on articles. I write like one articles in one month because I was afraid of studying, okay? And I didn't actually understand what was happening to me. I would often ask myself, why do I procrastinate so much? Why do I procrastinate for things that have to help me? Why am I afraid of going out there? Why am I afraid of doing videos? Why am I afraid of promoting my stuff? This is how childhood trauma actually translates. You will struggle. You will have self-doubt. You will be depressed. You will be anxious all the time. And you will not know that it is all the depressed emotions and all the trauma that you went through as a child. Until I started doing self-therapy. Because in my country, um, it's really hard to find therapists. <laughs> 
that deal with cases like child trauma. But you're beginning to see the relationship between child trauma and how it affects your business, right? I know you're probably wondering, like, actually suffering from any child trauma at this moment or, like, what am I really talking about? There are a few signs to know if your energy centers are blocked. And before I talk about that, my energy centers are blocked, especially my root chakra, my root chakra is blocked, which is um, responsible for f- the feeling of safety. And it got blocked because of the so much beating that my father gave me. Beating actually affects children. And I only learned that later on as an adult. And I didn't even know that um, I suffer from <laughs> procrastination. I didn't, I just realized that I really wanted to grow. I really wanted to do a lot of things with my blog. But sometimes I felt stuck. It was like there was an invisible hand holding me back. No matter what I did, you know, things were just not working out. So here are a few signs to know if your energy centers are blocked or imbalanced. So if you feel stressed, you have a hard time relaxing or being in the present moment. There's no way you will succeed with your block because that's a sign that one of your chakras are blocked. If you're worried all the time, you can't seem to shut your mind off and you may even be losing sleep. That's another sign that your chakras are blocked. If you're anxious, your heart beats fast all day long. You're always racing the clock and you're nervous about what the future holds. That's a sign that your chakra is blocked. If you feel unmotivated, you're just going through the motions without any real passion or drive. That's another reason that your chakra is blocked. When you're depressed, you are losing hope and starting to feel like your situation may never change. That's a sign that your chakra is blocked. If you are feeling frustrated, you are not making the progress that you want to make in your business or your blog. That's a sign that your chakra is blocked. And if you're doubtful, you are questioning your ability to reach your goals you set for yourself. That's a very strong sign that your chakra is blocked. And if you have been diagnosed with HDAD, that's another sign that your chakra is blocked. And if you have PTSD... All of these things are signs that your energy centers are blocked. And so you have to start working to open them. Things started shifting for me and I started seeing progress. I even started making money online when I started working on opening my energy centers. I didn't know, you know, that's why when you go and buy all these courses, you find yourself learning and improving and you think that the problem is because you don't have the skill. That's not true. Your real problem is that your energy centers are blocked. So you should take check about your life from when you were five years old to when you became an adult, what are your experiences? Because all those experiences that you went through are actually affecting the growth of your business. So I hope what I said has thrown more light and given you an idea of what might be happening. Because nine times out of ten, you le- you listen to something very inspiring only for you to apply it for a few days and you revert back. That's because you are treating the thing on the surface level. They're not actually going to the root cause of what is happening. And that's why I'm doing this podcast because a lot of people like myself, I was ignorant. I'll read books on procrastination and I'll get motivated for some time and then I'll go back. And for the longest time, you know, I did SEO for clients, but I couldn't bring myself to write a book that I wanted to write for years. I actually started writing my first SEO book in 2017 and I'll find myself procrastinating. I didn't understand why. I looked for solutions on Google, looked for solutions on YouTube and sometimes the solutions work for a period of time and then after a while I'll revert back. And the reason why is because my chakras were blocked and my chakras the connection between what I went through in childhood is because my brain associated um, reading or writing with beating so Because it wanted to keep me safe, 
it will often make me to procrastinate just to keep me safe. So I hope that this um, has thrown more light on what is actually happening to you because a lot of people be blaming themselves, feeling guilty. It is not your fault. It is actually the trauma that you went through as a child. So I want to talk about the different energy centers in your body and what they are responsible for. So the first energy center is called or chakra is called the root chakra the root chakra is located at the base of your spine and it is your survival chakra and it will get blocked when your safety or security is threatened when your root chakra is blocked you feel unsafe you actually have money problems <laughs> and i'm sure that's what is actually happening to you you will feel insecure you will fear maybe you might lose your home you might not have enough money to pay your bills you will not have enough supporting and loving relationship so if you're worried about money or you're not feeling very connected to the people closest to you that's a sign that your root chakra is blocked and needs a little attention another thing is your sacral chakra your sacral chakra is located an inch below your belly button and it is responsible for keeping you connected to feelings of passion and creativity. If you are not exercising your creative juices or you are feeling like everything in your business is monotonous or boring and there's no sense of adventure, you are not feeling fulfilled or you're challenged, that's a good sign that your sacral chakra is blocked. I also want to talk about the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is also responsible for is your sexual energy. That's the energy of creation in general. It's the energy that creates children. When, if you're not feeling creative, that's a very sure sign that your sacral chakra is blocked. So the solar plexus chakra is located between your belly button and your rib cage and is responsible for your feelings of self-identity and self-esteem. And now this explains why I had very low self-esteem because my father had, had beaten my self-esteem out of me i used to feel unworthy i used to feel like there was something wrong with me that's why my dad didn't love me a solar place of chakra is your power center so if you are feeling inadequate unworthy or you feel like an imposter or you fear putting yourself out there or letting people down that's a good sign that your solar plexus chakra is blocked and out of sync your heart chakra is sometimes known as your heart center and is located right where your heart is and it represents unconditional love and the acceptance of and connection to yourself and others so if you're actually having problems if you spend time finding the flaws in yourself then in appreciating your uniqueness that's a sign that your heart chakra is blocked if you're judgmental about yourself you don't like yourself the way you look in the mirror that's a very good sign the the throat chakra is located in your throat and the energy here is one of truth and authenticity so if you're not authentic if you find it difficult to express yourself to share your message with people to speak up and ask for what you want and need you avoid conversations about things that make you uncomfortable you suppress your opinion and avoid conflict or let others walk all over you. You feel restricted and repressed. You're unable to stand up for yourself in what you believe in. That's a sign that your throat chakra is blocked. This last bit, one of the seven chakras is a third eye, sometimes referred to as your brow chakra, is located in the center of your forehead. This is your visualization center, the home of your imagination and your intuition. This chakra helps you visualize your future dreams, goals with remarkable clarity, which is a big part of business success after all. What I'm trying to say is that your third eye helps you to connect with your sixth sense, the ability to allow you to read between the lines and understand intuitively 
what is not said. When you are working with clients and you pick up on their body language vibe and get the sense that there's something that they are not saying out loud and needs to be addressed, you're using the energy of your third eye or your brow chakra. If you're not able to pick up on those subtle energies and you're not able to sense what isn't being said and if you having if you have a hard time visualizing what your future looks like, that's a good sign. There your, um, your eye chakra or your brow chakra is blocked. And the last of the chakras is your crown chakra. Your crown chakra is located just above your head. And this is the chakra that connects you to spirit, to God, divine energy, source, your higher self that you believe in. It is the universal energy, that consciousness, the universal consciousness that connects all of us. It allows us to have different perspectives that are not our own. We come from a lifetime of seeing things through our own eyes. And when our crown chakra is open and the energy is flowing, we have the unique ability to see a situation through the eyes of another. We become more open-minded and unlimited in our ability to solve problems and create innovative solutions. Doing this also helps us to be more accepting of other people's opinion and ideas. So if you're somebody who is very close-minded, chances are your crown chakra is blocked. So you find that you're not able to see other people's perspective. You spend a lot of time considering risk or seeing the glass as half empty instead of half full. You see negative outcomes, chances are your crown chakra is blocked. So I hope that this has helped you in understanding what you're currently going through. Listen to the second, third episode that is going we're going to release next week because i'm going to talk about point number two which is also very important in your business growth so right now um we're going to go for a short break and listen to sponsored segment after the sponsored segment i'm going to be interviewing janice wild of mostly blogging she's such an interesting lady so i hope you stick with me for the five minutes break and then after that i'll come back with the interview and you listen to it and don't forget to leave your thoughts okay so let's go 